If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. As a person with a very deep voice, I'm hired all the time for advertising campaigns. But a deep voice doesn't sell B2B. And advertising on the wrong platform doesn't sell B2B either. That's why if you're a B2B marketer, you should use LinkedIn ads. LinkedIn has the targeting capabilities to help you reach the world's largest professional audience. That's right. Over 70 million decision makers all in one place. All the big wigs, then medium wigs. Also small wigs who are on the path to becoming big wigs. Okay, that's enough about wigs. LinkedIn ads allows you to focus on getting your B2B message to the right people. So, does that mean you should use ads on LinkedIn instead of hiring me, the man with the deepest voice in the world? Yes. Yes, it does. Get started today and see why LinkedIn is the place to be to be. We'll even give you a $100 credit on your next campaign. Go to linkedin.com slash results to claim your credit. That's linkedin.com slash results. Terms and conditions apply. It's been over a hundred years since the Titanic sunk into the North Atlantic Ocean. It's a pretty open and shut case. The ship hit an iceberg. Case closed. But what aren't they telling us? What if two comedians tried to solve what really happened? This is Truth Tannic. Hello. Ahoy, matey. <laughs> Ahoy. Chug, chug, Titanic. Chug, chug. <laughs> chug, chug. Welcome to the Truth Tannic podcast. Where we, Carly and Blair, that's me, and Carly. <laughs> I'm Carly. That's Carly. <laughs> I'm Blair. I just like, in the beginning of a podcast, it's good to be like, and this is the vo- the name of this voice. This is the name, this voice that isn't mine is Carly. The voice that is mine is me, Blair. <laughs> so hope that's clear. We are back, episode two of Discovering the Truth of the Titanic. Yes, and I have a new theory already. Okay, incredible. Basically, if you're new to this podcast, every single week we go through a different element of the Titanic. One of us will lead the other through this element. And then at the end, we're basically doing a true crime podcast here with the Titanic. Yeah. We want to figure out what really happened. Yes. And I have a new theory. Okay. And maybe it's because, you know, we're getting into fall a little bit. Yeah. I love fall. I, yeah. Me too. I'm a fall bitch. I know. It's like, it's, I ha- what can I say? I woke up in the middle of the night craving a pumpkin spice latte and like could not get back to sleep. What, you what know, do you do? Okay. What do you do? Pumpkin spice latte is really good. Starbucks also does pumpkin cream cold brew. Yes. It's so good. Yes. I think- it's like. Did you ever, have you ever been on the beach and you've just seen that kind of like scummy foam that gets like pushed up onto the 
spit the sand from the water. Yeah. And you've been like, I want to eat that, but I know it will kill me. I'll get syphilis <laughs> or the bends from that, but it looks really good. Yeah. That's their foam, but it tastes delicious. Oh, yeah. It's no. like as soon as somebody invents edible Play-Doh, they're going to be a billionaire because oh, we, I want to put that in my mouth. I feel like they should have edible Play-Doh. Yeah. I remember like eating Play-Doh. Like my mom would make me Play-Doh that you could eat because I could like not put it in my mouth. Yeah, well, is there something about it? Same thing as those like Orbeez. Yes. Little, like I, I wanna, know. I want to chow down and I know that like, those will kill you. I've been talking about this a lot recently, but like I have such a need to put things like in my mouth and chew them. Yeah. And then someone to me very genuinely was like, you could get a fidget toy <laughs> that you could chew style. on. Oh no. <laughs> I was like, that's the last thing I want to do at a party. Like, oh, where's my chew toy? Yeah, where's my teething ring? Yeah. <laughs> like, where's my, where's Sorry. my piece of plastic I that I chomp? Yeah, I would introduce you to my friend Blair, but she's chewing on her plastic cheese. Yeah. <laughs> like, can you imagine? Oh yeah, I think I'm really going to get laid tonight chewing on my my toy. I'd be like, where's my chew? No, I can't. I was like, where's my, yeah, where's my pacifier? Yeah. I'm like, no, I'm just going to, I'm just going to fight that. off the urge. Whenever I was in university, I do have, and again, you can, this will be taken extremely out of context, but I do have like an oral fixation of sorts Same. where it's like, if I'm doing something with my mouth, then I can focus. <laughs> if I'm sucking cock and lecture, I'm getting an A. <laughs> so like what I yeah. would do in university was like, I would, I would suck the professor's cock yeah, and it would work out. Sure. But I'd always bring like- Patriarchy. Up tea or like some kind of thing to just drink. Mm -hmm. And because I had that to do, I could focus. But if there's if there's nothing to drink, yeah, I can't focus. That's why I have a tea right now. Because if I don't have something to like do yeah. with my mouth, if I don't have something to do with my mouth and my hands, I will go like actually physically insane. insane. Like my body will shake and I will freak out. I was in, I did like a, because I grew up in America. Ooh, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> and they have like a thing just that's kidding. called the butter, the butter, no, the <laughs> the butter. <laughs> yeah, they it's had called, this, like butter. I'm choosing they had butter. This thing called butter. <laughs> Hasn't hit the rest of the world yet. No, it's, um, it's called the Buddy Poppy Speech Competition. It's basically you have to like write a speech about how great veterans are. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. <laughs> and then you get like graded on it. Like it's like a it's like a competitive speech kind of thing. Oh, were we talking about this last yes, week? Yes, they have yeah. it in they have it in Canada as well. But it's but, not but, about veterans. Yeah, you can write about anything. In America, you gotta write about the veterans. In Canada, you can write about the Titanic. Yes. Not, and not I got veterans. told a bunch, like I my speech was good, but what I do with my hands is I like put one of my fingernails under the other one and I do that and like now if you ever look at a photo of me on stage or whatever one of my hands will just have like my my thumbnail under my pointer fingernail <laughs> and I never noticed I, I did that but I got told that. to do like I, I have been told I do this and I think it is the same thing of like doing something with the hands where it's like if I put my hands down by my side for too long it feels like they rut get full of blood and then they get prickly <laughs> <laughs> but if I'm like doing something with them, then you black slowing. Exactly. I feel the same way. Like I'm kind of constantly moving in yeah. a very like I'm always just kind of like like vibrating. But I, I knew this girl. We did theater together, and um, she's great. She does theater professionally now. She's very cool. I like her a lot. Her name's Leah Michelle. Her name's <laughs> Leah Michelle from Glee. <laughs> but um, no, she when she would sing, her eyebrows would just like move. Like her eyebrows would go up and down, and like like this. It was crazy and she knew she'd do it and she was like i and she I, yeah. worked for years to get her eyebrows to stop doing oh. that and Stuff i was like, like that was, is so hard and it also makes yeah. you so like insecure about what your face is doing i know i used to do that whenever i would audition i'd blink like 900 times like i'm doing it now because i'm thinking about <laughs> it where i would like just blink over and over again yeah. and then the only thing to counteract it is i could just not blink at all <laughs> so you i wasn't booking stared. let's say that <laughs> wasn't booking i looked insane 
Well, what is in Scott Pilgrim? They don't blink. Really? Yeah, because they wanted to make it look like a, a, comic, a book. comic book. And so they told the actors to like never blink. And if you watch it, yeah, they like don't That's blink. That's really cool. Isn't that and cool? that was also filmed at Casa Loma. Filmed at Casa Loma. You could have been in it. You could have. make a sequel. They also filmed the Rocky Horror reboot at Casa Loma. Have you seen oh, the Rocky Horror reboot? I have not. Not to sound like a pervert. Victoria <laughs> Justice is Janet and her boobs look amazing. No, that's not- <laughs> Our producer Rob is nodding his head no, because yeah. it's like distract. Your boobs look great. Oh, incredible. Yeah. So congratulations. Wow. And it's okay if a woman objectifies a woman. That's, that's okay. actually okay. That's empowering. That's actually empowerment. And you're welcome. Sometimes I feel like when people talk about boobs, I'm like, because I was saying like, I'm not going to say that, but like I was, ha- I had like a boob theory the other day and I was talking about it at a barbecue. Because <laughs> you're a do. top boob theorist. I was a top boob theorist. Well, I was just saying like sometimes boobs change size and shape and I think it's normal. Yeah. And I was saying that like I'm going through, my boobs are changing size and shape. Yeah. And it's making me have some clothes fit issues. Yeah. And people were looking at me like I was fucking crazy. <laughs> you were anamorphic. Yeah. I was. Like I'm not a perv for saying that. Like like no, anything medical. about boobs. Like what you're saying is I'm medical. saying a medical. I'm actually like kind of being a doctor like at this barbecue right now. Boobs. They didn't want me to bring up boobs. Like it was just like okay, sorry. Like I just won't look at your boobs. And then my friend was telling the story. She was just like, oh yeah, my friend got a breast reduction surgery. And we were hanging out, and I looked at her, and she was like, oh, did you notice my boobs got like five sizes smaller? And she was like, no, but now I do. I was like, you bullshit. I think would because notice. as like a queer woman, I will say, because nobody really expected me to be gay. Like I was pretty undercover. <laughs> I'm saying that everyone, everyone I went to high school, it's like, okay. <laughs> no, me too. I'm like, oh, I really I was passed like, no, really, straight. Nobody really knew. Uh, <laughs> um, I feel like as a queer woman, you never have to learn to not look at people's boobs because nobody's looking at you looking at boobs. If you're yeah. a man and you're looking at people's boobs, people are like, you're a pervert. I never got that skill. So if I have a friend whose boobs are out, I am, look, I can't stop. Let's also just I'll like- be like, <sighs> Yeah, <laughs> like I can't, like it's like, it's almost like it's compulsive. Well, it's also like, you know, when you're young, like even now I'm just like, there are so many different kinds of boobs and you only really see like one on TV. Exactly. So it's just like, I want to, like, I remember when Orange is the New Black came out and there were like a bunch of different ladies with like different boobs yeah. in the shower scenes. And I was like, this is just so interesting. Yes, obviously you I know, know that like, like being like, I'm skinny is like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> but whenever I see small boobs on TV, I'm like, Absolutely. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> I think that would have done me a lot of good as a child to be like, okay. Yeah. Anyway, what's your Titanic, Titanic theory? theory? <laughs> <laughs> the Titanic, would, the Titanic would have a massive wreck. Yeah, I think massive. so. Massive. Well, I think she'd have four boobs because of I the think- airtight of the airtight pockets. Of the airtight pockets. <laughs> Her boobs. I was gonna say the steam stacks. Oh. I feel like are kind of because I feel like that's the Titanic itself, we'll get into this, but like is very, I think, very phallic. I, I 100% agree. I think it's very like, we're going to make the, these boats so ginormous and huge totally. because we are better than other people. Because like, we're men. That's very, yeah. So if the boat is the penis and the steam stacks are the boobs, I think <laughs> that makes sense. That doesn't make sense. Yeah, it does. It does <laughs> the not. boat is a penis and then the steam stacks are the boobs? Yeah, I think so. Because men love penises and boobs. They love their own penises. They do. Not other penises. No, they, would. That, they would never do that. But this, many, okay, yeah, if, I have a question. If a man could have put a penis on a boob, a question boob on for a penis, you to just kind sorry. of give me a give me a a rough estimate. Okay, so we're talking about kind of notable passengers and crew lists. Oh yes, today about the Titanic, the crew on the Titanic. What percentage of people do you think were gay? Oh, okay. I was thinking about this actually in context of my dad's think it'd siblings. Fifty percent, fifty percent. Oh, but you would. But there's a lot of sailors known to be. Gay. Oh, that's true. 
I would say, well, because like, isn't the estimate that like one in five people are queer? Yeah. So I heard one in three. One in three. Let me look up what the stat is. You know is. what? Well, because you have to think like one in five, I feel like are like out. And now that everyone's like, you know, no one really closets anymore. Because I feel like. Except for Harry Styles. Except for <laughs> Harry Styles. <laughs> no. Okay. I just looked up how much is gay. That's <laughs> not just <laughs> gay. Um, like 50% of the people on the Titanic were, were gay? Well, I just thought the statistic would be that 50% of people are gay. <laughs> You're right. 50% of people are gay. Well, I think because, you know, there's a lot more bisexuals now, I feel like. Um, I'm trying to find that. Okay, yeah, this is, is 10% of the population gay. 10% of the but population. But that's, that's gay. I also want to know queer. Yeah, exactly. Like queer in general, I want to say one in five. And then, yeah, I do <laughs> yeah, agree well, with let's you. Just pick, let's just pick one in five. Let's just pick one in five. Let's just say one in five. I'm going to say, I think that like uh, probably. Because, okay, first of all. Yes. Molly Brown. Lesbian. That's a lesbian. That's, That's a, a lesbian. lesbian. That's I was thinking. She was, she was bringing little Egyptian statuettes on the Titanic. <laughs> a straight Gay. woman would never do that. A straight that. woman would never do that. No, there's nothing like. If you were I'm, obsessed with Egypt yeah. as a kid. You're gay. You're gay. Now. You're gay now. I was obsessed with Egypt. I was obsessed with Egypt too. And Egypt rocks. Or the Loch Ness Monster. That was something yes. that got reborn oh in my, my brain God. yesterday. I forgot how obsessed I was with the Loch Ness Monster. I forgot about that too. Wow. I remember. Yeah. Did you ever watch Mystery Hunters? Yes. The Mystery Hunters Loch Ness Monster episode, that was crazy. Maybe, and hear me out, the Titanic hit <laughs> the, the Loch Ness, Ness Monster. Monster. Maybe the Loch Ness Monster put the iceberg there and the yes. Titanic hit it. She nudged it. But I do agree. Molly, Molly Brown, I'm, I'm thinking about Molly Brown. That's a, le that, it's a lesbian, you know? And you like, got to assume that 80% of the crew are gay. Well, because I was thinking <laughs> that's, I think that's, I, I think, I think that's, that's a conservative true. estimate. Well, because a conservative you, estimate of sailors that 80% yeah. of the crew of the Titanic was probably gay. Well, and you have to think too, like this is before World War One and World War II. So it's like anyone who's vibes a sailor in this time. Vibes were good. Vibes were good. And they were just sailors because they wanted to be. They were just like, I want to be in a boat with my boys. Yes. Like, I don't wanna, it, wasn't, I don't wanna, it wasn't like I yeah. was contractually obligated to be in the Navy Yeah, they weren't. They were weren't drafted or whatever. No, they yeah. weren't drafted. They were just like, I want to be. I have a girlfriend, but I never have to see her. Girlfriend. <laughs> girlfriend. <laughs> it's a lavender marriage. <laughs> lavender marriage. Okay. And then, yeah, I feel like in first class, the benefit of being like kind of rich in the olden days is that you could just kind of be like gay. For sure. So I feel like we would know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I also you could just, think that's the thing of like, if there's ever like an unmarried woman who's just vibing in the olden times, it's because her parents like owned the most oil in America yeah. or something like that. Absolutely. Also, I think that like if I were a lesbian mm -hmm. in the in 19, you know, 10, whatever, turn of the century, I feel like I just saddle up with whatever like eligible bachelor yes. who would make sure that I had a bunch of money. Yeah. And then he'd go off on his travels and I would just have like lunches. Oh my God. With the like other women of the Gilded Age. You know I, I agree. Mean? No, I think that I would 100% do that. I'd be like the kind of woman who just kind of sits on a on like a chez lounge. Yes. That's not how you say it. <laughs> chez lounge. <laughs> and just or like reads long. a book. Yeah. You know what I mean? That seems correct to like me. A really long book like in I the garden. I think that Bruce is May. Gay. Is gay. Yes. Yeah, he's gay. Because you would, if you were like the captain or whatever, and mm -hmm. I have to pick someone to talk, to tell the story of the Titanic. It'd I'm be, picking a twink. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm like, he's going to add narrative flair to this. Well, and Bruce Ismay, I love that you brought him up yes. because he was one of the people I was oh, most we should excited say who to he talk is. to. We so should say who he is for the people who don't know what the Titanic is. Bruce Ismay 
um, is that was the managing director of White Star Line at yes. the time the, t- the Titanic sank, and he was on the Titanic. You might know him from the movie. He's the one that's like, "Go faster, yeah." Don't you want to break the record? Yeah. And then he's like, "Uh, you might get your headlines, Mister Ismay." Exactly, because he wants to like arrive in in uh, New York early, and really stuff. fast, because for whatever reason, he's on team make the boat go fast. Yes, whereas which is also very phallic. Are, it's very phallic. Yeah. Make the big time boat go, go fast. Super fast. Epic. <laughs> yeah. So when the Titanic was sinking, they basically sent him on a lifeboat mm-hmm. so that somebody from the, like who had knowledge of the boat and had knowledge of White Star Line and all that stuff could talk about it. Basically, who could yeah. like, could tell what happened as opposed to everyone being like, I don't know. It sank. Yeah. Like you, they needed somebody who understood what was happening to tell the story. Especially cause like so much of the crew died. <laughs> It's actually the way you said that was insane. (laughs) But it's great. But it's crazy because it's like, yeah, he was branded as like the coward of the Titanic. Like people were like really pissed off at Bruce Ismay because he got into the boat when, you know, it was like women and children only. Yeah. And he got in. But he was in his defense. He was told to get in. Like they were like, somebody needs to talk about this who has any knowledge of what happened. Because the captain died. Uh. Uh, Thomas Andrews, who was like the main architect of the boat, died. Um, and then literally out of the crew, yeah, 908 members of the crew died. No, wait, sorry. No, sorry. Never mind. Wait. That's just how many crew there were. That was okay. <laughs> there were 908 members of the crew in total. Okay. So out of those 698 died. That's crazy. Insane. That's and then insane about including in crew, these are people who like don't know about the ship. These are just like, you know the boiler room guys. Yeah, you needed the somebody who had knowledge of like the makeup of the ship and what happened so you could talk about it. So he had yeah. to get on. So he was called the coward of the Titanic because he survived. Also, he was just scapegoated because it was a horrible tragedy. Mm-hmm. And you know, there's one guy who's like a rich guy talking about it. It is like yeah. annoying. And we also love to hate on a twink. You we, know? It's exactly. Like, there's a reason people hate Ben Platt. <laughs> I think he's a twink. Yeah, he's a twonk. A twonk. <laughs> I'm a Ben Pat- I'm a Ben Platt apologist. I know. I am too, to be honest. Okay. Well, I'm just like, of course he did that. He's like a he's a musical theater twink and his daddy's a producer. You would know? you like, not? Yeah. Would you've you seen not the also famous be screenshot? Like that? You've seen the famous the famous Ben Platt screenshot where when he was like 12, he went into the wicked fans yes. Facebook group and just made a post that said, Hi, my name is Ben Platt, son of Mark Platt, in parentheses, producer of Wicked. <laughs> he just said that in the group, which is so funny. Okay, we're gonna talk about the crew and notable passengers. Yes. So 2,240 people sailed on the Titanic. 1,517 passengers died. That's an insane amount. Insane. First of all, no, I'm not going to say that 9-11 wasn't sad. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to have a countdown. How long does it take Carly to bring up 9-11? Yeah, that's pretty. It's it's, it's a constant thought in my mind. Yeah. Because I'm actually, I stay remembering. Yeah. I never forget. Uh, we're coming up to it right now. I know. I don't know when this is coming out. Exactly. And I'm going to do a one woman mime show to commemorate. Yeah. I'm playing one. Be there. No, I'm not going to make jokes about 9-11. It's, I know it's not funny. So <laughs> I know. I know it's not funny. It's because I know it's not funny. And because I know this is being filmed, I like really want to say something yeah. deeply offensive <laughs> as a way of enacting control. It's like yeah. when you are on the top of a building and you're like, I could fall off right now. Yeah, for sure. I could jump. It's an intrusive thought. Yes. To be funny about 9-11. Exactly. <laughs> So there's first class, second class, third class, and of course the crew, which we talked about. Mm-hmm. Crew full of sailor, sailors hooking up nonstop. And yeah. that's a fact. Probably in the potato room. Pa- 
If they have any fucking sense. Yeah. They're doing it in the potato room. Or the potato wash room. <laughs> <laughs> the first class is the very wealthy upper class. You know, they're high ranking businessmen. You know, you've been on like an Air Canada flight and you have to walk past the motherfuckers in like the wide chairs who get yeah. the warm cookie. It's rude. And you've got to like look out a window that's frosted over with somebody's face sweat <laughs> in economy. <laughs> A single person birth on the first class costs between 30 euros and 870 euros. So the top price in today's dollars would be around $92,000, which is- Pounds too. So pounds. it's like- More? Almost double or whatever the Fucking why? Is. That's actually crazy. That's too much, but that is some rich person shit. Yeah. I guess like also if you're going to be traveling on it for like a week, I guess that makes sense. But like still Does insane. It? I don't know. People are too rich. I know. Then. They're too rich They're now. They're too rich now. People are too rich, period. People just should have less money. So second class, this is, you know, middle class. The jobs that Blair chose to speak, said the jobs Blair said is professors, authors, and tourists. <laughs> yeah, the three, the three genders. genders. The, the three, three genders. genders. <laughs> professors, authors, tourists. I'm a tourist of life. Um, I'm, I mean, I identify as an author, but I do think I was born tourist. yeah. You know? We're all tourists. Yeah. On this spaceship called yes. life. <laughs> <laughs> Ahoy! Ahoy, mate! Ahoy, mate! So this is the average ticket price for an adult second-class passenger. It was 13 pounds, which is equivalent to 1,400 pounds in 2021. These, like, inf like inflation prices are crazy. Like, I how do we go from 13 euro or 13 pounds I know. to we've no, We're in a bad timeline. That's crazy. Let's talk about that. Yeah. We're in a bad timeline. Also, like, okay, here's my question, though. Like, okay. is that normal? Like, yeah. Is, or is it more expensive? Yeah. Like, so like $2,800 Canadian dollars. Is that like normal? Would that be like a normal cruise line ticket? Probably for second class. 2000 Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I think the fact of the matter is also that like the creation of the airplane just made travel more accessible. Yeah. Like, like you said, you're going to be on this thing for like, Two weeks sometimes. Yeah. So it just costs a lot of money to be fed and, and roomed for That's two true. weeks. Yeah. And it's the only option. So it's, <laughs> you, you can make it expensive. And like the amount of fuel must be insane. Yeah. The coal, I guess, or whatever. The but coal. you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I think, and again, I don't, this is truly me talking out of my ass, but I do think that like, it, it's just more expensive because that's also like what the, like that's, it, travel used to be incredibly expensive. Yeah, that's so true. And I guess this probably would have been like pretty cheap when like, especially like if you're immigrating to a new country, you probably saved up like all of your- It's like, your life savings money. or yeah, whatever. Exactly. Yeah, And then third class is mostly immigrants moving to the USA and Canada. Immigrants, we get the job done. <laughs> that's from Hamilton. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, I know. <laughs> Third class passengers paid seven euros, which is the equivalent to 700 euros in 2021 for their still ticket. Still very expensive. It's still expensive. That's but still I, pricey. I do feel like if you're flying across ocean now, yeah. your your ticket's going to be like $600 or yeah. something like that, you know? That's still double that. I know. That is crazy. But then I guess, again, you're getting fed. Ticket prices also included the price of rail to travel to the three departure ports. So that's oh, good. that's smart. Yeah, and the children third class ticket is three euros, which is the equivalent to 300 euros now. That's crazy. So let's talk about some notable passengers on the Titanic. We have JP Morgan, 
We are later doing a conspiracy theory episode and he factors in heavily into that. Yes. Because everybody thinks that, because he bought a suite on the Titanic, but didn't show up. Yeah. So he lived. Yeah. I read a theory somewhere because obviously I'm an astrology girl, so I'm insane. And I read a theory that um, he didn't go on the ship because he did astrology and Neptune, which rules the ocean, was retrograding (gasps) in Pisces. That's crazy. Yeah. And I'm going to say, I'm going to save it for the conspiracy episode, but just so you know, that is what the astrology girls are saying about JP Morgan on the Titanic. That's wild. Which is because, yeah, Neptune, planet of water, Pisces, water um, water sign. And like, you know, all that stuff. And then retrograde is like when things are like going like backwards. Like it's not a good time to double do Double water backwards. Yeah, like double water backwards. So like, you know how Mercury retrograde, Mercury, Mercury oh my God, Mercurygrade. <laughs> Mercury is the planet of communication. When it's in retrograde, it's like, oh, communication is going to be fucked yeah. up. Um, imagine that, but like water. Water. And, you're, and, by, and by the way, you're about to be on a ship. Yeah, by the way, you're going on a ship. I love that. Yeah, but I'm going to save it. Yeah, I will say what episode. he what I had read about that. And we'll talk about it later. Yeah. But it was basically, it was to do with business. We'll get more into that in the conspiracy theory episode. He was trying to send artwork over to a museum. And mm-hmm. if you don't know, um, rich people kind of keep art in these free ports where you don't have to claim them on your taxes. So he was in that free port trying to get all of his paintings out to send them to a museum. Yeah. Um, and they were fucking around and they couldn't find stuff. So he was late or whatever as well. Yeah. But the point was he wasn't on this. He was on the Titanic. It's like that Seth MacFarlane story where he was supposed to be on the plane that went down. Yeah. But he didn't. He was hung over. Exactly. So J.P. Morgan was hung over. He did did astrology, didn't make the Titanic, but several other incredibly rich people yeah. died on the Titanic. And it all had to do with like the, they all had like a hand in the banks at the time. So that was like another big part of it. Well, it's like, the uh, not to say that like, obviously there's a massive wealth inequality now, but there was like very few incredibly wealthy people. And the ones that were incredibly wealthy just like ran everything. And they were all like in New York City. Which I feel like this was another big part New of New York City, center of the universe. Yes. Times are the, shitty, right. but I'm pretty sure they can get worse. we control the banks. <laughs> That's from Hamilton. That's from Hamilton. That's from Hamilton, the musical. We get the banks. They're in the same spot. You got more than you gave. And I <laughs> wanted what I got. <laughs> um, okay. I, I want to be in the room where... So is. they had... Oh, also, the founder of Hershey's Chocolate... Planned to go, but didn't go. Thank and God. thank fucking God. Thank God. Where would I be without my Hersh? I don't yeah, I wouldn't be here. Where would I be my Hersh? My little Hershey's? A little Hershey kiss. My little, oh, because can here's you the imagine? Thing, here's the thing about the creator of Hershey's. Everybody thought about chocolate in a bar. Nobody no thought of chocolate in the shape of a tiny turd. Yeah. Like, it's like, what if I put my mouth on a ball of chocolate, melted it, and pulled it out? <laughs> what if? What if? What if no one had done that? I don't even want to think about I, that. It's actually like- I I'm, don't even want to think. I, it I some shivers down literally my literally nauseous right now. Yeah, thinking, thinking about, about a world without Hershey's kids. Hershey's hugs. So also, famously, uh, King Princess's grandparents were on the Titanic. Incredible. They, they died. They died. Rip. I think they were great. They must be great grandparents. Great grandparents or grandparents? Probably great. Probably great. Who knows? I think great <laughs> grandparents. seems like it's our, it's our job to know. <laughs> The time period suggests to me great-grandparents great because grandparents. she's kind of like around our age. Yeah. Um, but they were the founders of Macy's. Their names were Isidore and Ida Strauss. That's and crazy. 
um, Ida was able to like get onto a lifeboat, but she didn't want to leave with her husband. So they died together. Honestly, so and fair. They don't make women like that anymore. No, they don't make loyal. Loyal no, they don't make loyal women anymore. <laughs> they don't make loyal Today, women. if the Titanic happened, women would be already, they'd be swiping on Tinder in the yeah. middle of the fucking ocean. I'd be on the boat on Bumble. <laughs> <laughs> I'm on Raya trying yeah. to figure out, get somebody from first class. Yeah, I'm trying to get like a like an invite code. Yeah. <laughs> anyone, anyone have a Raya invite? Yeah. We also have um, John Jacob Astor. Sorry, whenever I hear John Jacob, I literally want to go John Jacob Jingleheimer's men. So actually, fun fact, on the Titanic, John Jacob Jingleheimer's men died. He died, yeah. John Jacob Astor. His name is my name, too. (laughs) And say his name. Jingleheimer. (laughs) Jingleheimer. He was the creator of the Waldorf Astoria Hotels, fancy hotels. And good for him. And good for him. Um, Even better for him, he was sailing with his 18-year-old pregnant wife. Crazy. (laughs) Crazy. (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld core. (laughs) Jerry Seinfeld would have been on the Titanic. Yeah, but he would have been. The Titanic, it's going down. It's going down. It's going down. It's going down. The Titanic. What's the deal with this water? It's it's literally unsinkable. It's unsinkable. Instead of uh, if and then the Titanic, Kramer, Kramer's like, oh, it's unsinkable, Jerry. <laughs> oh, it's unsinkable, Jerry. Just like your big head's unsinkable. Uh, Seinfeld. If the Titanic had sunk in 1989, uh, they wouldn't have had the band playing as it went down. It would just be Jerry Seinfeld. So we get tight two hours. <laughs> Women spend too much time in the bathroom. Everybody's jumping into the ocean because they'd literally rather die than hear Jerry Seinfeld talk about gender politics. It's actually the lifeboats got filled really fast. Really fast. Yeah, yeah. they were and all everyone like else, packed. Everyone else hung themselves. Yeah. <laughs> and then once he got on a lifeboat, it's Kramer. And it's like, have you, you seen the famous video of when the guy who's Kramer starts saying the N-word yeah, like 900 for times. for sure. And, he's, I, and he said, he, didn't he say he had like a brain tumor? Yeah, something for sure. He for sure had something. And they famously or, do that. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> we also have, have, of course, famous lesbian, un- the unsinkable Molly Brown. I want her to top me. Is that bad to say? <laughs> like, I think uh, this podcast is making me realize how much I have like an old timey lesbian fantasy. <laughs> Like it's, it's like the price of the the price of salt, right? Yeah. What price of salt? What's what's the uh, what's Carol called? What's Carol. the original oh. book of Carol called? I'm not sure. The price of salt. I don't know. I the got, reason I, I'm fucked up about it is, is because I watch Riverdale, and Riverdale gives a corny ass fake fucking name to everything, and they had one of the characters because they're back in the 50s now, by the way, because Haley's <laughs> comet flew over Riverdale, and Cheryl's a witch, and she shot at the comet with her magic powers bringing them all back to the 50s, but they don't remember that they're from the present. So they're all in the 50s, so they're doing a lot of like 1950s lesbian thing. And one of the characters <laughs> gave the other other lesbian character the price of salt, I think is what it's called, but the, oh. it's called something else okay. because they can't have anything named the same thing. The price of pepper? Yeah, it's called the price of salt, which is the name of the novel that Carol, the lesbian movie, I is I had 25 minutes on. left in Carol and then they took it off Amazon Prime. <laughs> oh, no. Netflix, I think. Yeah, I, I saw it was like on something new now, so I have to go back and finish Carol. But like they call like Riverdale gives a funky ass name to everything <laughs> in their thing. They can't have them name the regular thing. So it's called like The Cost of Pepper. Like the book is called <laughs> The Cost of Pepper. Um there's also a character named Ray Bradbury who got killed by a zombie milkman. And Ray. his name is and his name is Brad Raybury. <laughs> 
Y'all are missing out. Hop into oh, Riverdale season seven. My God. Anyways. The oh, Guggenheim was the other rich Guggenheim guy. Guggenheim of the Guggenheim Museum. He millionaire was, Guggenheim. Um, that's all it says in this book. He was a millionaire. From- <laughs> he went down as well. Okay. So lots of, we lost some of our best millionaires. Also, I think if we did a Titanic in 2023 and all the billionaires were on it, solve a lot of problems. Like sure. I do think our modern day Titanic in the in the sense of just taking out billionaires is going to be whenever one of Jeff Bezos's fucking rockets explodes. That's true. Yeah. Pete Davidson is going to die. No, I don't want Pete Davidson to die. <laughs> I don't either. Although I did have I did I have, me and my friends have a death poll and you have to pick a crazy like a person who's not super old. Oh, well, you yeah. pick one person who's really old to say that they're going to die this year and one person who's not old. And I said Dick Van Dyke for my old person and Pete Davidson for my young oh. person because it was right after he drove that car into the side of the house. Oh yeah. I just feel like Pete Davidson kind of has like Mick Jagger energy. I know, it's or like, like Keith Richards. Keith energy, Richards where energy. You're like he's not gonna. I agree. Yeah, like it's like you could probably, if you've survived this long, you would probably survive like like a nuclear attack. You yeah, know what I mean? He's built like a he's built like a Staten Island rat. Yeah, exactly. Like a cockroach, and not yeah. to insult him, but it's just like he's not gonna die. No, like it, it just seems like he has like a, he's very like he's got something going for him. Like he could that fall, we don't understand. Like he could fall out of a window and like not break a bone. Yeah, he just kind of bounce. No, Jerry Seinfeld. Glass bones. Glass bones. Shattering. If he had also, not been protected. Obviously, we'll come back to it. We'll, we'll talk about the unsinkable <laughs> Molly Brown. If you read the story of how Jerry Seinfeld dated a 17-year-old, it's crazy because he claimed that they started dating literally the day after she turned 18. Okay. And he said that they met on a park bench in Central Park and he talked to her. And by the time he finally got to know her, he realized she was 17 or 18 or whatever. And by then, the bond was just so strong. Jerry! He was like 42. Like he was like, it, this was when Seinfeld was on air. What are you doing on a bench? In Central Park talking, just talking to people. Yeah, that's crazy. I know. It's like when you see somebody on the bus and they're like, like they just have their eyes wide as fuck open and they're, you know, they want to talk. Also, like, I'm sorry, but if you're any level of like celebrity and you're just like purposely put, because I've seen like kind of not like. I've never seen, like, a mega celebrity do this, but I've seen, like, TV celebrities, like, at bars and stuff, and Mm -hmm. where they'll just kind of, like, stand around, like, they're waiting for someone to kind of talk to them. Yeah. And it's, like... I saw Cole Sprouse do that once. Yeah. I'll put him on blast. Talking about... Speaking of Riverdale. Cole Sprouse. Cole Sprouse. No, but it's true. It's just like, oh, you want someone to like be like, oh my god, it's you. It's like, no, you you planted yourself. Put a hat on. Yeah, put a a hat on, on. Put a balaclava on. Wear a weird shirt. Cover that shit up. Wear a wig. Wear some sunglasses. You know what I mean? Like, don't, I, like don't, I don't believe that. Sorry. I no, that's actually crazy. Also, like, who talks to people? So famous lesbian, the unsinkable Molly, Molly Brown. She's a really amazing person. Mm-hmm. Um, she's like an advocate for education. She's, again, kind of what we were talking about, where if you're like a wealthy woman in this time, you don't necessarily need to be like, you aren't bound to the same rules of women and like yeah. the Gilded Age, where she basically traveled around and- like acquired antiques and like weird historical artifacts to fund museums and stuff. And she was just really into like education and travel and stuff like that. She's called the unsinkable Molly Brown because she was in four shipwrecks. (laughs) And I have a stand-up joke about this. (laughs) And she was in four shipwrecks, including the Titanic. If somebody was in four (laughs) 9-11s, you would ask questions. You'd be like, what? 
you know, lightning doesn't strike twice. Like, what yeah. do you have to do with this? Yeah. <laughs> what have you, what have you done? But also like, what a funny image. Like the Titanic's going down and everyone's like, fuck, no. And she's like, wow. Oh, Packs everything again. up again. Gets caught. Like she like brings like a book. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? She's like, this is just how she's it She's doing a crossword. Exactly. She's just like, this is just book. bring a book or something. That's actually insane. Because she did bring, talking about the curse of the mummy, which again, we will bring up in the conspiracy theory episode. Um, there's a theory that a mummy's curse sank the Titanic. Yeah. Is it real or not? Whoa. <laughs> it's Rami Malik in Night at the Museum. Slay. A slay. <laughs> he slays. He slays. But that's because um, Molly Brown was acquiring basically little Egyptian statuettes that were mm. not bodies. They were buried with mummies. Yes. And they had some level of like human remains. Cause you know how Egyptians love to do that. Like yeah. there was some level of like human skin in them. I have more written on this for that actual episode, mm -hmm. but she was able to pack them up and brought them back. Like she packed them up in her little satchel, brought her book, got on a lifeboat and vibed. Yeah. So she was able to actually bring them back. I mean, which is kind of cool. Good for her. Yeah. It'd be funny if they, they're not big, like they're small, but it would be funny if it was taking up a seat. <laughs> yeah. She brought an entire sarcophagus on the boat. Yeah, she's like, look, guys. <laughs> Sorry, guys. I gotta do we this. Gotta bring this. People are gonna be pissed if I don't get this back. This stolen artifact <laughs> back to New York. They don't York. want it. Egypt doesn't want it yeah, anymore. They don't want it, whatever. It's kind of a thing. Yeah. That's actually insane. I know. So she, that's the unsinkable Molly Brown. We have Carl Baher, who's a pro tennis player. Awesome. So, good for him. Good for him. Then we have Helen Churchill Candy, who's a feminist author, who is also on there, talking about the percentage of lesbians on the Titanic. She's lesbian. You can't be a feminist author in the turn of the century if you're no. not a lesbian. No, you're le like, no, no. And that's not, and that's not an insult. No, it's, that's it's a, a good compliment. Thing. It's a compliment. It's like, oh, you're, you're, you're good, you know? Yeah, well, you can't, <laughs> like, in the person. old days, if you, you couldn't have been, like, a feminist or really an author if yeah. you wanted to get married. Like a husband. Yeah, I mean, Zelda Fitzgerald tried to do that and look where it got her. Yeah, true. Yeah, because she wrote, and she wrote a, a novel. Her husband got mad because he would often like pull from her life for his characters. Mm -hmm. F. Scott Fitzgerald. Yes. Um, He would pull from her life for his characters. So when she was like, I'm going to publish my novel about my life, he was like, but I want to use that for my next novel. Ah! She then was obviously experiencing mental health problems as well. He put her in like an asylum and not like I'm not saying like I'm saying asylum because like in the olden days asylum no yeah and it were burnt bad. to the ground and she died that's actually fucking I didn't know that's how she died I yeah. didn't know the other stuff but that's horrific I know rude I think that she wrote The Great Gatsby I think she wrote The Great Gatsby too I think she wrote it because I read The Beautiful and Damned and that book sucks it's so it is maybe the worst thing I've had to I'm, haul ass through I'm reading his like fourth book or whatever. I even forget what it's called, but oh, it's called Tender is the Night. Oh yeah. And I do think he's a good author. Like, cause the first half of the book, I'm like, this is vibes. The first half of the book is like rich people in the French Riviera in the twenties. And you're like, great. And then the second half of the book is just about a racist murder of a black man. <laughs> it just happens in the middle of it. And you're like, why? Normal. This is what the whole book is about now? Normal. Wow. Normal, regular. Yeah, that's um, insane to me. We have, of course, Frederick Fleet, who was the first person who saw the iceberg. Yeah, I'm really excited. I think next week we're doing the sinking. And yes. I'm really excited because, like, there are so many theories around the actual sighting of the iceberg that I'm really interested to get into. Well, I would imagine it's kind of like when you're 
in the desert or something when you're on the ocean because it's, it's the same level of like kind of consistency, like as far as the eye can see, the yeah. same like texture, which I can imagine would do a lot of tricks of the eye, right? Yeah, and it was like a really crazy still night. So I feel like there's so many things about like, oh, you know, like these guys on the lookout were like fucking off. Like they weren't like, they didn't have their um, binoculars Well, also stuff. something important to remember is like the lookout wasn't like a like really important job. No. Like this is like, imagine like the kid from your high school that went into the army. <laughs> They're all like 23 or whatever. Yeah. Imagine that kid who's like in the army yeah. and you're like, he's in the, in army? the army? He should not be yeah. in the army. They're like drinking mead and then crawling up the big ladder to like look out. They have syphilis and it's yeah. eating their brain. <laughs> like that's yeah. just, it's it's like weird. It's like when I know people my age now who are like pilots, I'm like, like that's no not good. That's crazy. <laughs> That's great. I worked at a brewery with a pilot and I was like, that's actually like, I, and he wasn't even, he was like a cool guy, but no, I was yeah. like, I just cannot fathom someone I'm drinking with right now, getting behind the wheel well, like, of a plane. Imagine you're talking and to me. And going in the air. I know. Like, imagine you're talking to me and you're like, hey, what's going on? And I'm like, oh, I'm seeing a new guy. Mm -hmm. He's the lookout on the Titanic. <laughs> he's really, like, he's cute. A little dumb. He's cute in like a sailor way. But I'm like into like a himbo moment right yeah. now. <laughs> Although the weirdest thing did happen when I was sucking his cock. <laughs> so I'd have something he to kept do with going, my mouth. He kept going, this is fantastic. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like he might be gay. Yeah. I will just say in terms of lookouts. Yes. Like the name, was Frederick Fleet, a, was he a lookout or was he just like a guy? Because that's a great name for the person, like if I was writing a novel about a person who saw the iceberg on the Titanic, mm -hmm. Frederick Fleet is a great name. So, okay, here's the thing. There were people in the lookouts. I am personally of the belief that like, it doesn't really matter like who was on the lookout, what were they doing, blah, 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 blah. Basically, the, no one really knows certainly for sure why it wasn't seen for so long. There's a theory about the binoculars. The, bino the binoculars were left behind. They didn't have binoculars. They couldn't see too far. However, there's another theory that I'm more convinced of. And the binoculars thing, honestly, I need to like look into it on in terms of like the sinking and all that stuff. But my the theory that I believe is that it was such a still and calm night that it was like, it was basically like a desert where it's yeah. like when they saw the iceberg because of how still the water was, it looked almost like it was like above the water because of how the light reflect refracted. Right. So it looked like it was a lot further away mm -hmm. than it actually was. So that is the theory that like I buy the most. Okay. And it's also that the Titanic was moving so fast. Because of because of Twink is Because of Twink is <laughs> And it's because of the hubris of men. The hubris of men. If it was all women on the Titanic, <laughs> we'd be like, let's take it slow. We just take it slow. Actually, we're just like, I don't want to get back to the husband yet. Yeah. I don't want to see about, the stupid It's not kids. about doing it fast. It's about doing it right. It's about doing it right. We gotta edge the Titanic into New York. Exactly. Like 40 times. For 40 times We're just going to kind of sail in circles like next to Halifax. For a bit. For like a month. Yeah. Yeah. That's fun. Girls trip. That are, that's actually fun. Yeah. If the Titanic, if they built a new Titanic and said invite a thousand of your closest girlfriends, I'd be like, yeah, 
Amazing. Be fun. Charlie XCX playing constantly. Yeah. Charlie X. You get like two, like three female pop stars. Yeah. And then you invite like your closest, like 40 girlfriends. Yeah. Get them all to invite their, their closest, closest 40, 40 girlfriends. girlfriends. Yeah. Because every woman, I do believe, can find at least 40 other women. Definitely. I think it's it's easy. You don't have to be like super close. No, like, you, you don't know. even have to necessarily even like them. No. But just you just. 40 other women. You can find them. You can find them. Yeah. Like that's. That's fun. The Titanic never would have sucked. Yeah. So there's a lot of different reasons, but the lookout is crazy. There was also like another thing with the, um, the why we're going to get into all this in the sinking. Cause like the thing about the Titanic and what I think really, it's the reason why we're doing this podcast, which is that you can never really stop theorizing. Cause there's no way to know. Cause also now everyone's dead. Everyone is dead, which is why we're able to also do this. Yeah. <laughs> but also like it's, Interesting because there's like when the Titanic first sunk and news got back like into the news cycle, immediately there were like a thousand myths that now have like perpetuated into kind of like what we see as facts. Yeah. And we've gone over a couple of them, which is like the coward Bruce's May. Yeah. You know, there was like um like the forgotten binoculars, like these the mummy's curse. The mummy's was, curse. Was- printed in the New York Times and is fully not true. There yeah. was no mummy <laughs> on the Titanic. Yeah. But it was like some guy overheard a crazy guy talking about how a mummy's curse could sink the ship. Yes. And that's enough. Also, at that time, like it's fucking it's fucking bye bye birdie telephone hour. It's true. Everybody's just talking about what they think it is. It's telephone. And it's also like you have to contextualize these things where it's like around that time people were obsessed with Egypt. So like (laughs) obviously they were it was crazy. Yeah. Um, how much like these like fucking white Americans were like cuckoo gaga about Egypt. Also and India. So, and India. That's true. But like Egypt was like. Egypt is new. India Egypt has been was for a while. New. Yeah. India had been a, like a kind of around and then people were like really fascinated with like the pyramids and the mummies and stuff, which is like terrible for like just loss of artifacts for <laughs> Egypt. So it's actually like mind boggling to think about the shit they got away with. Yeah. But it's like, so yeah, they would go back and 1912 news cycle would be like, yeah, probably Actually, Egypt it's is related to the ship because that's what's going to sell our papers. It's Buzzfeed journalism. It was Buzzfeed journalism. I it love really that. is. It's a clickbait. They clickbaited. They really clickbaited. If Buzzfeed <laughs> was around in the Titanic time, they'd be like, build an outfit and we'll tell you which dead Titanic passenger <laughs> you are. <laughs> yeah, seriously. Or like that, you won't believe what mummy sank this ship. We also have Henry Tingle Wild. He was the chief officer of the Titanic and he killed himself um, on the deck of the ship with his gun. You, you'll probably recall in the James Cameron movie, there's like a guy who's trying to get people on the lifeboats mm-hmm. and then he shoots himself in the head. This guy did that too, which I will say that's fucking me. Yeah. That's so me. Yeah. I would, I like, I, him doing that. Nothing makes more sense to me than that. Being like, mm-hmm. obviously, I'd rather do this. Yeah. Like, and also that's when you probably realize it's really bad. When you're like, <laughs> when the sailors are like, that's oh, not good. Shit. Also, William McMaster Murdoch, he was the first officer. Do you want to take this one? So he, um, basically just the way he was portrayed in the movie was like, kind of, they just portrayed him as like shooting someone who was trying to get on the boat. <laughs> oh, yeah. When like, in reality, he was like, Probably the guy who got the most people on the lifeboats <laughs> out of anything. And then he ended up, I believe, like, yeah, he did die. He yeah. died on the ship. And um, 
then the movie was just like, yeah, he killed a fucking Irish guy. And the family was like, he did it. He actually didn't. So they, yeah, they ended up getting like an apology from the filmmakers. And like, I understand why they did it, like dramatic effect or whatever. But he, um, it's just tough when you're doing something like this where it's like when you're using real names, people are like, come on. Yeah. Just invent a really evil first officer with like a monocle and a twisty yeah. roller coaster type <laughs> like, mustache and that. make it like do what you did with Billy Zane. Like you look at Billy Zane and you're like, that guy's evil. Yeah, exactly. Like, oh my God, Billy Zane, the most obviously evil character in all of cinema. It's such a gift in a certain way to be an actor who's a character actor with just an evil face. Yeah. What a gift that is. No, it's it's actually true. Um, another person I want to talk about just because I almost forgot it. Like this was somewhere in my psyche and then like I forgot it. So Officer Light, Light, Lightoller um, was uh, the most senior member of the crew to survive. Oh. Um, and uh, he, uh, yeah, ended up making it out. And then he helped on his pleasure, pleasure yacht. He helped help the evacuation of Dunkirk in World War II using his personal yacht. Isn't that crazy? That's awesome. I mean, like Slay. Yeah. yeah. So I'll tell talk about what Dunkirk is for people who don't know what Dunkirk is. <laughs> First of all, watch the movie. Harry Styles is in it. Harry Styles. Right? There's a character based on him in the Dunkirk movie, really? The Old Man. Okay. Yeah. Because in Dunkirk, basically, it was... And look, there's going to be some World War II incel who's going to listen to this and he's going to be like, actually, I was... <laughs> Shut up. It's fine. I don't care. It's fine. I don't care. If you want the facts on Dunkirk, you can double check Carly's explanation on the internet. Exactly. But get a life. (laughs) But basically (laughs) it was like, it was a battle in which it looked like the allied forces in World War II were going to lose. The Nazis were basically surrounding these people at the beach of Dunkirk. Mm -hmm. Um, And nobody could get in. And basically they used hundreds of civilian boats, civilians lent their boats and were able to evacuate the soldiers using their civilian boats. Mm-hmm. This guy gave his pleasure yacht to them. Yeah. Also, what the fuck is a pleasure yacht? It's a yacht for pleasure. <laughs> oh, also got a shout out, Captain Edward Smith. It's a fake name. It's a fake <laughs> ass name. Edward John Smith. Edward Johns. Captain John Smith. Yeah, that's three names that all sound like. Pretty fake. Ed- Captain Edward John Smith, we salute you. Thank Rest you, King. Thank, thank you, you for King. your thank you for your service. Thank you, King. And thank you also to my personal favorite um notable member, which is um I'm forgetting his name. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. Um no, Thomas Andrews. Thomas Andrews, the just a good guy, the, the architect of the Titanic, good guy, played with renowned Toddy, um, Victor Garber in the movie. Oh yeah, um, yeah. You know what? These, you know, when he's turning back the clock with his hands. Everyone talks about Leonardo DiCaprio in that movie. No, I feel the same way though. But Victor Garber, Victor is Garber, very hot. I, I get, like, I blush when I he know. comes on screen. I know what you mean. I'm like, oh, that's how I feel about Stanley Tucci. Yes, he honestly, like yeah. makes me blush. I'm like embarrassed. I'm like, oh, <laughs> hi, <laughs> hi. <laughs> what are you doing here? And it is like it's kind of the reason I think that also like talking about these notable passengers is kind of crazy, is because in like any other situation, all of these rich, famous people would have like lived. Mm-hmm. But because it was women and children first, like if you were a man, even if you were a billionaire, it doesn't matter if you're the Guggenheim. Yeah, you're going down with the ship, babes. It's true, because, like, also, Night of the Sinking, they would have done women and children first. 
They wouldn't even let on like teenage boys a lot of the time. Yeah. Um, and then like it was just kind of at the end when it was like every man for himself. It's like, okay, if you want to like try and survive, go for it. Yeah. You know? And have that time. But it's it is crazy. I know. It's so sad to think about sometimes too, like when the creators of Macy's and King pa- and King Princess's great grandparents like die together. Like mm-hmm. I it would be so sad to just be like, I'm going on a vacation with my partner. Yeah. And then you just Bye. die. Yeah, I, I think I would. I'd like to believe that I would die mm-hmm. on the ship. On Titanic? <laughs> if Reese was on the Titanic and he oh. couldn't get on, I think I would die. Yeah. Yeah. If Reese didn't exist, <laughs> I would live. <laughs> get on with your lesbian lover. Exactly. <laughs> Onto a boat. Yeah, it is crazy. Like, also just like, yeah, it really was... A crazy death toll, especially for men. I will shout out first class children. Only one died and no children in second class died. So they did second class good- second class children do it better. Second class children, they know what they know how to not die. Exactly. Um, 52 children in third class died. <laughs> which is too bad. <laughs> what a strong POV. <laughs> yeah, it's really, it's really too bad. And then uh yeah, no, um also obviously I know it was like yeah. it was sinking really fast and they didn't really have time to organize. You got to get the kids on the boat first. Yeah. No, you really do. You have you, to you get the get, kids. You got to get the kids you gotta out. You got to get the kids out first. You got to get the kids out. <laughs> dogs and there's like a dog. There's a bunch of dogs. There's like four dogs on the Titanic too and they died. It's like really funny. <laughs> sorry. 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 Our producer is so mad about me. <laughs> I say that because like the thing that I find so <laughs> aggravating about the online discourse about the Titanic is like people will post a picture of those dogs and be like, but don't worry, they survived. Like in denial, in denial. And you're like, babe, they kids died. died. They like, died. Like not, like humans died. Yeah, 52 third class children died. Like it's the weird thing of being like, yeah. are you okay? It's like, why do you care about the dogs? Are you okay? <laughs> no, <laughs> I'm not okay. No, but it is that. It is like being like so many humans die. And they're like, oh, geez. It's like, like, obviously it's sad the dogs are dead. We don't want the dogs to die, but I think it's worse that the kids died. Kids died. And the fathers, they could have been drafted and died in the war instead. Exactly. Damn. Okay. We should bring that draft back, right? (laughs) Let's bring back the draft. I would love it if they brought back the draft because, um... I'd get so many more jobs if all the men were at I war. I know. We could work in a factory together. Yeah. That'd be so fun. I also think like- Would it be so fun? <laughs> I don't know if I believe like in the draft, but I do think- <laughs> I don't believe in the draft. Let's say that. <laughs> I'm anti-war. But <laughs> I do think that everyone should have to do something that they don't want to do yes. for at least one to two years. I think that's very true. Or else you become insane. 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 I agree. Like, it doesn't matter what it's like either. Like, what pick something that you don't want to do and you just have to kind of be forced to do it for a while. So I that do think you... that's why kids these days and not to be like, kids these days. <laughs> okay, boomer. But <laughs> God. But kids, kids are insane these days. Yeah. And it's, and because they don't, none of them get jobs. No. And it's also because it's really hard for them to get jobs because the uh, world is awful. So Mm -hmm. like everybody who's like working jobs that kids used to have are like teachers. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like try to fund their divorces and stuff. Like it's really dark. Yeah. But like ever like now I went to Boston Pizza last night. Mm -hmm. Brag. And I actually saw this and got jealous. (laughs) (laughs) And it was the first time I've been like served by a teen 
who like yeah. is just so like gaunt in the face and doesn't want to be there yeah. in forever. Because every time now it's like somebody who's like, I'm an actor and I'm trying to make my dreams come true. You know what I mean? And I'm like, I don't like, I'm just so used to being yeah. like, Part-time jobs now are so overpopulated with just people trying to make ends meet. Yeah. But that means that They're teens, like, this is my food money. Yeah. So teens don't have jobs. Mm-hmm. Um, but that means that they're crazy because like you're working with people who are like, it sucks that they're making us do this. Yeah. And you're like, yeah, it is a job. Yeah. Like the reason you're here to get paid. Mm-hmm. And I have a bad attitude. I'm the first to admit that. Like I hate <laughs> being told what to do. No, I know what you mean. Like, I resent it. But, like, even I know so many people now who, like, never really had, like, a shitty job in their life. And now I feel like are in a shittier job situation because, like, they never learned how to hack the system. Where it's like, if I hadn't been a prep cook at Jack Astor's (laughs) for a summer, I wouldn't have gotten, like, you know, a weird, like... Like, I wouldn't have gotten my, like, ultimately, like, awesome serving job that got me through college. Definitely, because you That know, wouldn't have yeah. led me to, like, being a bartender, and now I can work, like, two days a week and pay my rent. Yeah. While, like, all the rest of the stuff I do is just, like, <laughs> I'm gonna do comedy. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Whereas, like, I know other people who are just, like, well, like, I have this job that's, like, you know, is, like, I work 48 hours and they pay me for 20, and it's, like, what the fuck? Why would you do that? Yeah, it's, like, be a barista. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? More I think that's be very baristas. true. I wonder also, how many baristas died on the Titanic. Um, oh, How many well, hot baristas died on the one, Titanic? I think one did. Well, there was a thing that I read, and we'll talk about this again in the sinking episode. But the, a bunch of the people in the cafe died yeah. because they were. Um, wait a minute, it's such a bummer to talk about this <laughs> at the end of the episode. But they were dra- like they were hired by a third party, mm-hmm. so therefore we're just like not allowed to get on the lifeboats. That's crazy. Yeah, like who can cares? you imagine? Who's like this running those semantics, being like, um, actually, because you are an employee here, you've got to die. Honestly, though, like Starbucks union busting makes sense. Yeah, I think that's Check very so. true. Okay, Blair, you know what time it is. I know what time it is, Carly. Let's, Let's make, make this tragedy about us. us. Yes, the best segment. And only segment. The only segment on the show, other than the segment where we just kind of hang out. Yeah, the first segment. The first segment. Here we we each, we, we pose a question every week to make the tragedy of the Titanic somehow about us. About us, because ultimately it is about us. What's the point of having a podcast if not to make things about you? No, I totally agree. I totally agree. So, so I have two questions for you. Okay, Claire. amazing. I'm excited. Question number one. Mm-hmm. If you were a man, mm-hmm. how would you survive the Titanic? <sighs> okay. And I, let's say you can be like a first class man. If I were or, like, Alternatively, how would you die if you don't have any interest in surviving? Okay. I, you know what? If I were a first class man, I think either I would like die um, or I would get on a lifeboat. Honestly, I'd I'd probably (laughs) just try to do it. Honestly, I'd probably just be like, hey, like if you guys let me go, I'm going to give a bunch of money to like other survivors. But honestly, if I were like a first class old man, I'd probably just do the Guggenheim thing where it's just like I just pour a glass of like the most expensive scotch I own. Yeah. And just kind of drink and go down with the ship because you're only going to see the inside of a shipwreck once. That's true. You know, and I do think that that would be like that's not like a common way to die. So and you want to see it happen. Yeah. What about you? I do think if I was trying to get on the lifeboat, um, I think I would kind of um, rely on the fact that I think if I was a man, I would be a very effeminate man Mm -hmm. and maybe try and source a wig 
Ooh, okay. And 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 a because everybody's going crazy now. Just kind of like start opening rooms and find a dress. Yes. And then find a wig. Oh, that's smart. And then just get on. Yeah. Um, and then that's that. Yeah. That's it. But if I'm going down with the ship, I've always long held because I am, even though I understand that death is imminent in life, Mm -hmm. period. Mm -hmm. I fear like long, painful death. Um, Even though statistically, bummer at the end of a podcast, I'm going to get cancer. (laughs) One in four, baby. One in four people in our lifetime are going to get cancer. Is it going to be me, you, Robert Finch? <laughs> Finch the dog. <laughs> yeah. Dang. Um, so fair. I've already had it, so it's fine. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> so it's Rob. <laughs> yeah. Okay. And we're fine. Um, but I feel like even though I understand that, like, it's going to die. I really do yeah. fear like a long death. So I, I have long kind of held in this in the advent of an apocalypse. Mm-hmm. I would kill myself. Yeah. So I really do think if I was on the Titanic, I would just kill myself. Okay, that's cool. I would just get, like, I would get a gun and I'd shoot myself in the head. Especially if I'm a man. Yeah. Because men, as we know, um, attempt suicide less but are successful more. That's Except, they fun guns. fact, in Afghanistan. Because the Taliban has ruined women's lives. Dang. So they kill themselves more there. Oh. <laughs> Oh, I was I was confused. That's about the your only angle there, yeah. That so the sense. only place okay. in the world where women succeed in suicide more than men is Afghanistan on account of the Taliban. That's too bad. Is that where the Taliban's from? Yes, I'm from America, so I get Iraq <laughs> and Afghanistan mixed out. I get I get mixed. Okay, yeah. I would. So I would. I think, yeah. So I think I would kill myself, and I would. Yeah. I think I would kill myself, and I would use a gun because I'm a man. Yes, and that's generally speaking, a man's mm-hmm. choice tool. Yes. Um, Because I'm a really bad swimmer, so I'm not Mm. surviving. And if I'm not getting on a boat, like, I really think if I saw the, like, I think I'm envisioning you, like, you're watching the shipwreck happen from the inside and you're just kind of, like, sitting there. Yeah. You're letting it happen. Yeah. You're you're, like, you're going. I would be too scared. Like, I would really want to be there in that way. (laughs) But I couldn't. Like, my body, like, I really do have a weird, um, for somebody who has had such I've just been rife with mental health issues. I do have like a real survivor part of my mm-hmm. brain of like my body will kind of knee jerk react. Yeah. In fear to things like that. So I'd have to just do it really quickly. I'd have yeah. to get killed. I respect that. Or though. I'd try to get shot. You know yeah. what I mean? Get someone else to shoot you. Yeah. Exactly. Get your like manservant to shoot exactly. you. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. And then get him to survive. That'd be fun. Like, that would be fun. Me. And then you and can take my go. place. And then you can go live, have a bunch of children. And name one after me. Name one after Remember me. My name in this universe is Jingles Bean. <laughs> Here's the key yeah. to my penthouse. By the way, I'm Jingles Bean. And I'm the creator of the snow cone. <laughs> and then I die on the Titanic. <laughs> That's Your my character. Camp- confession is that you invented, invented the snow cone. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want anyone to know. No one else has done this. <laughs> I just take, want- take my blueprints. <laughs> take my blueprints. <laughs> no one else knows this shape. A cone? <laughs> and snow? Um, and my okay. second question for you, second Blair. Second question. We were talking about how because men just died on the Titanic because mm-hmm. they couldn't get into the lifeboats, that a lot of famous and notable men for the time period yes. did die. Mm-hmm. If the Titanic happened now, which male celebrities do you think would have died? And do you think any would survive? 
Okay. Oh, this is such a good question. Yeah. I feel like there's so many possible answers. I think that, like, there's obviously, like, Elon Musk, Bill Gates. Yeah. Like, these questions. I kind of want to take a side step from this. I feel like Oprah would be on the oh, no. day Titanic. Oh, no. But I think she'd survive. Oh, she. I think she'd survive. I think she would survive. I think that, honestly, even if there wasn't room in a lifeboat for her, somebody would make room for Oprah. No, she'd get in the life. Like, I think she would survive. I also could see, like... George W. Bush being on the Titanic and dying. Oh, 100%. Like, George, just, no, like, like as soon as panic breaks out, I think somebody's literally going to kill George Bush. Yeah. Like, I think he will get killed. Especially because, like, I think he's such an interesting historical figure where it's like, people hated him and now people are so neutral on him. Where yeah. I feel like a shipwreck would be how he dies. That seems correct. Like, it just, I do agree it, with it that. It fits. I think um, J.K. Rowling would be on the Titanic. Yeah, for sure. Because she think, also does that trip. She a lot. does. She's the, signing. She's signing the Harry Potter books in America. That's in why America. she's on the Titanic. And then going back to. Um, and I think she gets pushed off of a lifeboat. Mm. And kind of like, you know, when there's like the lifeboats that are coming down from the Titanic and then it kind of breaks and people kind of fall or whatever. Yeah. I think somebody's going to push her. I also could see her getting like smushed by a steam stack. Oh, yeah. That's like that the too. death. I know that like probably happened to so few people, but that's but you're always, like somebody does get that's that. That's always the death I picture. When I, I think honestly of, like, feel like I honestly feel like the person who would get smushed by the steam stack. That's correct, right? That's how I said it. Yeah, yeah. I think a person that would get smushed by a steam stack if the Titanic was modern day. Mm -hmm. I think it would honestly like it would be like an influencer. It'd be like Addison Rae. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, she's like, and and everyone's like, girl, move, she's, she's, move. Like, she's on live and they're like, girl, move. And she's like, it's coming behind you. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's true. Who's another influencer who would get, who would die? I think of a guy. I mean, Jake Paul would be on the Titanic for sure. Oh, for and he sure. would be so dead. It's crazy. He would die like in a dumb way. I feel like Jake Paul and Logan Paul would both be on it. One of them would die in a stupid way. And the other one would do Film the it. Billy Zane thing. Where he like finds a kid and is like, this is my, my child. Yeah, yeah. Logan Paul's like, I've got a child. A child. <laughs> I'm all she has in the world. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, who the fuck is this? Like, <laughs> yeah. But he's like, let's eat 15 hamburgers. I don't I know think, what they, I think, um, oh, okay. Another person I think dies on the Titanic. Okay. Grumpy cat. Grumpy cat. Oh, that's so sad. <laughs> that's so sad. I, well, actually, I honestly think that like grumpy cat or like, do you know Tika the Iggy? No. It's like a TikTok greyhound who wears costumes. I'm bringing oh, her up okay. because I've met her once at a TikTok what? convention. That's incredible. And it, and I think she would survive because if you ever meet a TikTok dog, it is the darkest timeline ever. Because we were at this convention and it was this <laughs> dog wearing this fucking like feather suit. And you're looking at this dog knowing this dog probably makes like six figures a year. For sure. And in the background is like people working a bar. <laughs> You know what I mean? Like people yeah, like working for, sure. for their living and you're like, this dog makes just millions dog. Um, for being a dog and for wearing costumes. That's crazy. And these people are doing work that they don't. So I feel like honestly, like people are dying on like third class passengers are dying on the Titanic. Yeah. Because like Boo the dog <laughs> is getting a seat in a lifeboat. They're like, we must save Boo. <laughs> it's so important to the economy. Yeah. Yeah, that's sad. But I, I do think you're right. I also feel like there would be like a pop punk band that dies. Oh, All Time Low is going down. Yeah, like like it's not one of the, it's like All Time Low, like Jimmy Eat World. Exactly. I it's feel not, like it's not 
fallout boy no it's, it's not, not my chemical romance it's not green day yeah it's like <laughs> it's it's all time low yeah we know it's, it's all time low it's, or it's, it's five seconds of summer yeah it's hey monday yes. Do you remember hey monday <laughs> <laughs> I forgot She's about She's a country that. singer now, eh? Really? She has, like, a pretty decent career. Wow. Yeah. No, it's some, like, low... Oh, what's the other one? Um, Boys Like Girls? Yes. That Boys Like Girls like, like dying on the Titanic. I love you. I never want to let you go. There's a song like that that I think they sing. <laughs> what's the one that's, uh... Throw it away. Forget yesterday. We'll make the greatest game. I feel like Taylor Swift would say she's on the Titanic, but then she, it turns out that she wasn't there the whole time. Yeah, it's like she was um, like fracking. It's like Allison no. Williams's father, Brian Williams. Yeah, did he say he was on the Titanic? He lied about being in like a war plane. <laughs> interact that's funny <laughs> he was like yeah i was there when it like went down or something like he was like and then it was like revealed like like a decade later that he wasn't it's also really funny for, that my reference point is calling him allison williams father yeah. <laughs> no but i knew who you were talking about when you said that i was yeah. like oh yeah like her dad i can picture him but like what's his name Bob. yeah that's like have you heard of paula abdul's like plane crash where no. she insists she's been in a plane crash and there's no record it's of like jamila jamil like Jamila Jamil, like getting stung by a million bees 500 times. Jamila Jamil is surviving the Titanic and she's making it her whole thing. Oh, it's her thing. It's her thing. It's her thing. Like she foregoes like feminism. Yeah, and, and you know what? Like, and she's also, a boat girl. Yeah, now. and she's headlining JFL, so we better watch Which her. is crazy. What's she going to do? <laughs> that's Record like, a podcast. Yeah, that's crazy to me. I'm like, okay, whatever. I think but that's no, true. I, think I that's, do think she's on it. I think she survives. She survives. And I think she like tries to help load the lifeboats and is unhelpful but then like yeah you know like makes that her thing she's like i loaded the lifeboats on the titanic and everyone's like no you didn't no you actually did you actually made it worse yeah you kept putting docks in the lifeboat and we asked you not to i feel like some male musician survives and he's like playing his guitar in the lifeboat and people are mad and sheeran (laughs) that's that sheeran sorry the person you're thinking of is that sheeran it's that sheeran yeah (laughs) you're thinking of or like he's yeah. going, he's going. She played the fiddle in an Irish, Irish band, band, but she fell in love with She's an, an Irish man. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And on that note, this has been Tritanic. I've been Carly. I've been Blair. We'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye bye. Ahoy. Truth Tanic is a podcast by Blair McMillan and Carly Thorne. Produced by Rob Moden. Music by Jacob Olivier. Cover art by Heather Lundrigan. If you have feedback, email us at truthtanic at gmail.com or leave a review on your favorite podcasting app of choice. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com. Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. 
There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com.